All right. Hello, everybody. Tyler Cunnington here with a special conversation today. Now, we may be in the midst of the PLL season here, but it is not a PLL player, at least yet, but rather a star in the collegiate ranks and most recently a national champion. He's a two-time All-American, a first-teamer this season, one of the best cover men in the country, on one of the best defenses in the country, on one of the best teams of all time with their undefeated season and national championship just a few weeks ago. From the University of Maryland, it's my pleasure to be sitting down with number 43 for the Terps, Brett Makar. Brett, how are we doing this morning? Doing well, Ty. Thanks for having me. Uh, always nice getting to talk to a former teammate and uh, looking forward to this. So this is, this is awesome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, like you just kind of mentioned, just some background info. Uh, we were teammates, was teammates with Brett back in high school at Yorktown. We played in Westchester, New York, Section 1. Um, I was blessed to, to be able to watch him every day in practice for two years and make some of the best plays that I've seen on a field. Um, it was always so much fun getting to go against him in drills. My arms don't miss a single second of that. Uh, and since those days playing together, I can't say I'm surprised by really anything that's come in Brett's way in terms of success, including of course, this championship. Now, just a few weeks removed from Memorial day, you've been celebrating to say the least, you know, tell me a little bit about kind of the week following the game, obviously you had the tailgate right after the long bus ride back, which seemed obviously like probably a good one. And then you just seemed like, or I understand you're on a bit of a vacation with some friends too. So just kind of break down what it's been like since then. Yeah. It, uh, it's been a roller coaster, definitely pretty chaotic, but I, uh, I've loved every second of it. It's, uh, it was awesome. Obviously that the, going to the tailgate and, uh, seeing my family, my friends, it, it just was such a long time coming. I mean, just, throughout my career, just feel like there's been so many moments for me personally. And uh, even in my experience at Maryland where we've gotten so close and then uh, just to finally know that uh, we finished the job and, and did what uh, we went to Hartford to do uh, was an amazing feeling. Again, to celebrate it with the people who, who love you and, and have watched you your entire journey through playing sports was, was really, really special. And then obviously getting back to college park was, was really cool too. Uh, it really showed the importance of Maryland lacrosse to, uh, not only, you know, my teammates and the people involved with the program, but the community and uh, everyone that, that is involved with the University of Maryland, how big and important lacrosse is down there. It really, really is special. And, uh, and winning the championship definitely further highlighted that and, and proved that to me. And then obviously, like you said, getting to go down to Florida a couple of days with my buddy was nice, getting to play around the golf and kind of just chill out, hang out. And then uh, last week I had USA tryouts, so kind of got back to the grind there. Uh, and now this is kind of the, the first time in the summer I've been back home in Yorktown, get to chill out a little bit and, and hang out with my brothers and my parents. Yeah, that's chaotic is a good word for that. Yeah. Um, at what point, I was going to mention the, the Team USA in a moment, but at what point did you kind of maybe have that re-realization that like, holy crap, you know, like that happened, we did it, you know? Uh Honestly, it, it really hasn't hit me entirely yet. I think being down at USA Trials last week and getting to talk to some of the older Terps and the guys that have played at Maryland before and didn't get to experience that uh, really made me you know, further realize, like I mentioned before, how, how important it is to people, uh, how important it is to people that are involved with the program, involved with the sport of lacrosse, uh, and just getting to hear from them and get to, go, get to know those guys a little bit. Um, you know, really, really was special because it kind of just made me uh, realize how important it is to them and, and kind of how special it is uh, to do what we did. So that was kind of the first time I really had that realization. Yeah, obviously not, you know, 
majority of, of athletes go through their career, you know, go their career and don't win a national championship. Uh, yeah, I guess I know you kind of mentioned a little bit of that aspect, I guess, getting to talk to some former Terps. Um, but as far as going to, you know, it's team USA, you know, that's, that's a pretty big deal. There's about whatever, 60 or so guys that got invited. You're only one of a few that are still in college. Um, I just love to hear about, you know, how that went, you know, just what that experience was like being around by, you know, guys that you see on TV that you, you know, heard about and watched playing growing up. Like these are the best players there are in terms of the sport. Yeah, it's great. Um, you know, it definitely feels a little bit different. I mean, obviously getting to represent Maryland and that means a lot to me, but anytime you put USA across your chest, uh, even in any form of it is just a tryout or, uh, you know, just in a few drills, getting up and down a little bit. When you have those three letters across your chest, it does feel a little bit different. It means a lot more. Um, but yeah, just, just an awesome experience. That whole time I was there, I was really kind of just focused on trying to get better and keep up with those guys. They play at such a, an unreal speed. Uh, it really, really was uh, surreal too. Like I said before, looking down on the other side of the field and seeing Coach Bernhardt, you know, Jesse Bernhardt, someone who has kind of trained me and I've learned so much from to be kind of the defenseman I am today. Uh, that was pretty surreal. But just just an awesome experience. And like I said, I was, I was kind of just trying to keep up with those guys. Definitely gripped my stick a little bit tighter the first night, but settled into the week as, as tryouts went on. Yeah, is that, uh, is, that, is that a team you'd like to be a part of down the line? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, just like the process itself, it, it's pretty wild, just the way the programs run. Uh, Coach Janowski and his staff and the guys that they've uh, selected to be a part of that program do, do such a great job. Um, I know regardless whether, you know, I'm selected to be a part of the process in, you know, this next world games or uh, whatever that looks like for me going forward. It's definitely something that I would love to do and um, would love to have uh, the experience of doing. And I mean, if, if that's, you know, happens and uh, I get to be a part of that, that would be really, really amazing. No doubt. Um, to try to circle back now as uh, with the date with uh, the day of the championship, as far as in the moment, uh, it was hard for anyone to not see kind of the overwhelming emotion really from everybody, but also you, you know, they had the camera on you kind of down on your knees, just really letting it all out, you know, and later on you kind of made your way to the stands to find your dad, give him your Jersey, which was really cool. That they got that. Um, just kind of take me through the initial reaction, just like final moment, the, the you know, the buzzer sounded. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. It's like one of those feelings, like it sounds cliche, but it really like, is, is hard to explain. Uh, like even the other night I was watching the, the game six of the Warriors Celtics and kind of just seeing like Steph Curry have that kind of emotion too. And uh, you know, it's, it's amazing because it's like, I felt that, you know, and, and it's hard to explain how that felt or, or what it meant at the time, but uh, it kind of just everything, every single thing that I've put into sports and uh, just my career playing kind of just, um, really came to the surface in that moment. And then, like I mentioned before, there were so many times for me personally and um, just the guys that were on that team um, as a whole, where, where you've had so many moments in your career where you've gotten so close, you've gotten, um, you know, so close to, to climbing that mountain and, and getting to the top. And then you kind of got to start from scratch and start from the bottom. So to finally eclipse that uh, really, really, really was amazing. And then obviously getting to find my dad in the stands and for the cameras to catch it, that's just a really special moment that we'll have forever. Yeah, no, that was, that was awesome. I've obviously it was sitting on Twitter that whole afternoon. Um, and it was cool, you know, you're like, I know that guy. <laughs> um, 
Um, I know you, you've kind of touched upon it here, but you know, I think, and I don't want to put you on the spot at all, but you know, a lot of people don't know how close you have come to a lot of championships, you know, in your athletic career between a couple of high school state titles, section titles, and of course, you know, last season, um, being as tough as it was, I'd have to imagine that it just felt a little different experiencing some of that. And also that those were, I would imagine, you know, motivation for you. Yeah, no doubt. But, you know, honestly, that's, that's the beauty of it in a sense, because as great as winning is, it, it really is all about the journey and, uh, and, you know, like anybody's journey, whether it's sports or in life, there's, there's highs and lows, ups and downs, peaks and valleys. And, uh, for me in sports, there's, there's been a lot of highs and lows. So, uh, but I don't think there's, there's been one greater than getting to end the season on that kind of high and to experience that with my teammates and my family, like I said before, uh, something that I know for me is impossible to forget. And, uh, just looking back on it now, I keep going through my camera roll. It's just really, really, really amazing. So. Um, like you said in your Instagram post, the Terps climb that damn mountain. So yeah, yeah. You go. Finally, finally. <laughs> um, so to take a step back, you've always been about the team, your teammates, you know, and that goes back to when we played at Yorktown. Um, but I know that you guys obviously preach be the best. That's the, you know, the motto on a daily basis down there. But tell me what it really took for this Maryland team to do what so few teams have ever done. And mind you, the most wins of any undefeated team um, to finish it on out on top. You know, just what what was that really like? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, even it just goes back to what I said. We needed to, you know, deal with the adversity and the losses and, um, you know, just some of the hardship that, you know, our team went through. The guys that kind of have been together uh, and built kind of this team. Uh, to get to the point where it was, we needed to go through all those difficult moments to, to get where we are. You know, I think about uh, even guys like, you know, Jake Higgins uh, having a knee injury midway through the year last year, Alex Smith, you know, tearing his ACL last July and finding a way to come back in eight months. Just uh, even, even moments like that, Rome Puglis, you know, playing with a, a broken wrist in the championship game. Uh, just, that just shows, you know, how much it meant to guys, how much, being a part of this team and finishing the job and going out on top meant to the guys on this team. Um, and, and I said all year, it just started with the leadership we had. Uh, you know, there was 12 to 15 guys that could have been a captain on this team or, or should have held the title of being a captain. That's how special the leadership was. And then you add the guys that we brought in through, you know, the portal, the, the, the fifth year guys and Keegan Khan, Perbilski, uh, John Donville, who were all, you know, captain type guys at their schools before. And they kind of bring their own experiences and uh, the cultures that they've been a part of, you know, at, at their prior schools. And then you add that into what we've built at Maryland with guys like myself, Matt Rahill, Roman. Uh, and it really, really turned into kind of one uh, big, awesome kind of, you know, potluck of, of leadership that, that guys have, have had built throughout their careers. Lots of leadership, a lot of talent, uh, to say the least. Plenty of All-Americans on that team. Tell me a little bit about playing against guys like that. A lot of those dudes you just mentioned brought in through the portal. Donville, you know, a, a top pick in the NLL draft, one of the best midfielders in the country on the field. You know, Keegan Khan, obviously coming from Villanova. Um, I I don't want to be like that guy, but I felt like he was going to have a lot of success. I think people, he was kind of overlooked and obviously he had a, he had a great season. You know, Anthony DeMeo, who is the lone member of the last championship team. So I'd imagine, you know, looking to him for some advice as well. 
Um, and of course, now you play with two Toraton winners, the two best players in college across most recent now being Wisnowskis. What's it like playing against a lot of those guys? Yeah, I, I definitely, you know, had my fair share of moments when I've been at practice and kind of just looking around the field and uh, trying to soak up what, you know, in the moment, what I was a part of, uh, whether the season ended the way we wanted it to or not. Uh, I think the talent and the way that team played, the selflessness that team played with, uh, it's going to really be hard to, you know, compare to any other team I play with going forward, uh, just in terms of the way the, the guys, you know, move the ball, the way they uh, didn't care about who scored or, or who got their, you know, their touches or whatever. And I think that's how all those guys individually were able to, you know, get the best results for themselves. I mean, a guy like Keegan Khan uh, coming in the way he did and, and being able to kind of just fit into that system seamlessly, having no issues, it, it, you know, at Villanova, he was probably uh, had the ball on his stick 75% of the time there on offense. And, you know, he comes to Maryland and uh, just fits right in. That says a lot about him and, and the way the offense was as a whole. Those guys did a phenomenal job. And I can say for sure our, our defense, when we were starting to play our best lacrosse kind of in that last month of the year, is a huge credit to them. And, and just being able to go against them every day definitely made us better. And what And what's it like, you know, seeing guys, guys like, um, you know, obviously I know how you felt about Bernhardt, um, telling me about him last year, but also just Wisnowski's, I mean, definitely a great shooter. I don't think he was, he's a different player from Bernhardt, but just talking about good guys like that. I mean, that's, you know, iron sharpening iron, you know, I guess, I don't know who you would typically guard in practice, but just talk to me a little about him. Obviously he's doing great in the, you know, the PLL now as well. Yeah. I mean, definitely different players, but amazing and, one of a kind in their own right. I mean, Jared, just an insane athlete with him, uh, just the way he moves. I've never seen anyone move like that on a cross field. And obviously you can see through what he's done on the football field and, and what he's going to do going forward, just a special athlete and, and really, really gifted in terms of speed, strength, size, and everything that goes with that. And then Logan, just, uh, just the best lacrosse player I've been around in terms of IQ, stick skills, um, you know, knowing how to play the game the right way, being in great spots, get, you know, being able to put his teammates in good spots, uh, all those things that uh, you need to, to be a great lacrosse player. And that's not saying that Logan's not a great athlete. He, he's an awesome athlete. But in terms of just I, IQ and uh, the things that a well-rounded lacrosse player have really, really made uh, Logan unique. So. Without a doubt, there's a reason why, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I mentioned before, you've always been a team first guy, but, you know, um, <laughs> you'd be unhumble for a moment. Talk to me at least a little bit about your role in that team this year. You know, you're the top cover man, the University of Maryland, you know, that's no small feat. You're in the Big Ten's Defensive Player of the Year, and you're a first team All-American. You know, amidst your focus in the playoffs, I know you guys are locked in. Um, but did that kind of getting that kind of recognition for you kind of you know, mean to you? Yeah, it was great. I mean, uh, you know, anytime you kind of just get to be mentioned, you know, the great names on those all American teams or, uh, just the great names in our conference, there's so many great players now and the game is growing at such a great trajectory. Um, there's so many amazing players out there. So to be mentioned among them and even be in consideration to be a part of teams like that and, uh, accolades like that really, really is special. Uh, I think too, just for me this year, uh, I, I think in years past, I would get so 
uh, worked up about whether I got scored on in a game or whether I got beat in a game. And this was kind of the first year where none of that really mattered to me. Obviously, I wanted to play my best and wanted to win every single matchup I had and not get scored on, not get beat. But at the end of the day, as long as our defense as a whole was playing well and, and we won, that was all I cared about, which was really something different for me that I never really uh, put as much you know thought about into in the past. Like I said before, I'd get a little worked up about my individual matchups, but now kind of just worrying about the end result and, and winning uh, by itself in its own right was something that was a little different for me this year. And I think that's what kind of led to my individual success, kind of just letting the game come to me, letting go and let the game work itself out. And that's kind of how I had the individual success I did. Absolutely. It was, it was awesome to watch all season. Of course, you know, I was predicting it all in the preseason, you know, bias or no bias. Um, but I was happy to see it actually come to fruition. Um, I read an interesting article from inside lacrosse, uh, talking about your stats guy. Uh, I thought that was really interesting. Um, your name was mentioned in there as, you know, one of the guys that enjoyed kind of pouring through that, um, Donville, one of the offensive guys, but you were named, uh, kind of among the defense and obviously, you know, Bernhard, the coach, being uh, the orchestrator of that. But talk to me a little bit about, uh, about that angle. Yeah, I mean, something – I mean, obviously now with baseball, basketball, all these every sport you hear, you know, a lot about analytics. And uh, at first I kind of was never like an analytics guy. I kind of was always against like, you know, the baseball managers that are fully into analytics and, uh, and all those kind of stats. But, uh, you know, you talk about that and, and how – uh, Kartik did such a great job for us. I mean, I remember the first time I got to actually sit down and have lunch with him. Uh, we were supposed to have like a 20 minute meeting and I ended up sitting with him in the cafe in the business school for like an hour and a half. I was like late to class and, uh, just really, really amazing what he did for our team, and, uh, did for me individually. I mean, to get those kinds of stats where you realize and you know, kind of where a guy is going to shoot on the field or if he's going to put it in his offhand at all is, is really, really critical information, totally changed the dynamic of our team. Like I said before, you look at that last month of the year um, when our defense was playing our best, uh, that's a, a huge credit to Kartik and, and everything he did for our team. Um, so definitely a huge credit to him and something that I think is going to grow uh, immensely in the sport when, when teams start to find out kind of that's what we've been doing. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, no, no. Kind of not a surprise when you, you know, you look at a coach like Tillman, you know, he's always got the iPad, he's always doing stuff on the fly. Um, but, you know, obviously can't say it didn't, you know, contribute. And um, it was definitely an interesting read um, seeing some of the graphs and um, that's, uh, that's cool. I think that's a definitely, I agree, a, a trend that you'll, you'll definitely see more. Um, so in that role of playing, uh, of being the defender you are between last season and, and this season, of course, you've had to guard some very talented players, to say the least. Can you share maybe who are some of the toughest covers for you or players that you at least just really respected um, that you've played against? Um, I mean, there's a lot. Uh, I've definitely, uh, like you said before, had my fair share of guys that I had to definitely put in some extra film to, to make sure I'd be ready for the weekend. But uh, first name that comes to my head is Matt Moore. He's a phenomenal player. And you're seeing now, even in the program, he's done a great job so far as a young guy. Uh, but yeah, just physically, the way he moves, uh, very athletic and, and strong. And 
he doesn't need much angle or, or much room to get a shot off. So he's always been a tough guard. And I know now, obviously, Connor Schellenberg is a great player, but I always said, you know, Matt Moore is the heart and soul of Virginia lacrosse. And it's evident with the two championships and the great teams he's been a part of. Uh, he's kind of like the Derek Jeter of Virginia lacrosse in a sense where, um, you know, anytime I, th I think of, uh, you know, see that V with the two swords through it, I, I think of him. So he's a phenomenal player. He's done a great job and he's, he's only going to get better in, in the pro game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any, any, uh, any defensive players, obviously in the championship matchup, you had a guy like Gavin Adler, who's a fellow first teamer. Uh, some other guys who we even played against in high school, Arden Cohen, uh, I was, I believe, third team. And, you know, of course, guys like, um, of course, I'm blanking on his name um, <laughs> from uh, UNC. Oh, Will Bowen. Sorry. Um, or Georgetown, rather. Wow. Um, guys like that, have you ever kind of between maybe scrimmages or or even just after the game, kind of game respect game, kind of talk to guys like that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, here and there, all those guys you mentioned are awesome. I actually got to really talk to Will Bowen uh, this past week down at USA tryouts. Uh, just an awesome guy. And uh, there's definitely things that, that he does on a field that are rare with, with the way he uh, is such a big defenseman and he has such long strides. It's really hard for attacking to get a step on him. So he does a phenomenal job. And like you said before, Gavin Adler, that's definitely someone I enjoyed watching this year and, uh, anytime you could watch someone else and kind of see what they do and, and almost kind of try and take some of what they do and, and piece it together to your game uh, is something that I enjoy. And uh, The sport of lacrosse has played at such a high level now, and there's such a great access and accessibility to games uh, that, uh, that sport's definitely in a good place. And I definitely, like you said before, enjoyed watching those guys this year. For sure. Um Obviously, you know, I have to ask, I know you were kind of talking about the uh, addressed how you, you kind of relaxed a little bit more this year um, and that kind of helped contribute to some of your individual success. But, you know, the only real honor for you left to get is the Schmeiser Award for the most outstanding player in the country. Is that something, well, that first of all, it was something you were without a doubt in the mix for this year, but is that a goal of yours in your last year of college lacrosse? Uh, I wouldn't say a goal. Just like all the other things, I kind of just let it happen and, and kind of let the chips fall where they may. And I think anytime you have team success, like the way we had this past year and uh, the year before too, those, those things kind of just work themselves out. So definitely not something I, I focus on, but nonetheless, just as I said before, with the all American teams and uh, big 10 defensive player of the year, that stuff is all great and, and great honor and, and great accolades. So if that were to happen and, and I kind of uh, am able to, be in that category and receive that kind of recognition. Great. And, and if not, um, so be it as long as we're winning games and hopefully we're in contention for a championship again next year, I'll, I'll sleep fine at night. <laughs> Fair enough. Response response. I expected. Um, while we're on the topic of next season, um, can we expect you to pursue the PLL if the coach is to approach you next May about being drafted? Um, like, have you talked to any of the guy, your Maryland teammates who are in the league right now about kind of what it's like? Yeah, I would love to. Uh, like I said, now, especially we talked about kind of before uh, the PLL getting that deal with ESPN. That's just fantastic for the sport. And the guys that are playing in that league right now are phenomenal. The, the level of talent, um, the speed those guys play at is really insane. And I got to kind of see that firsthand last week. Um, really, really, really uh, would be an honor and would be awesome to kind of get an opportunity to do that. 
Uh, and that's something that I, I'm definitely excited about, especially, as you said, there's so many Terps in the league, uh, guys that I played with on this last year's team, and they're having a great time doing that. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I would definitely enjoy doing that, and, and that's an experience I would love to have. God forbid there's a, an open spot on the whips. You'd just be another uh, Terp probably. Um. <laughs> yeah, I know. Those guys are still kicking pretty well. I don't think there's many defensive spots on that team. So I got to maybe find somewhere where I can – kind of land and, and carve out a role for myself, but it would definitely be hard on that switch whip snakes team. Those guys are still kicking. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. They're, uh, they're unreal. Um, I guess, you know, last few questions, I guess. Um, first, when are the rings coming in? When can you expect the hardware to arrive? I don't know. I'm here in early September, uh, in between, uh, September and those first few weeks of October, but that's something I, I'm really excited for. It's kind of weird because, you know, you're having such a great time with your teammates and it's so amazing. And our team was so special. And, you know, as the week progresses after you win, guys just slowly go their, you know, separate ways. Like I remember, you know, Logan obviously had to leave for, you know, the Twarton stuff. And then the PLO guys had to, you know, go in their direction. And then, you know, and, and slowly but surely everyone kind of goes their separate ways and you realize that group's not going to be together again for, for quite a while. So to have events like the ring ceremony and alumni weekend uh, on the calendar, definitely two things I'm going to have circled and something I'm really, really excited about, but I don't know my uh, uh, we'll say, we'll say, I know whoever's designed the rings are going to do a great job and there's a lot of cool stuff to put on there. So I don't know how they're going to fit it all. <laughs> I was going to say between the season you guys had, I, I was, I was saying that right afterwards. I'm like, this is probably gonna be the sickest ring ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I was debating asking it or not, but your other, uh, other former, former teammate minds alike were wondering what, what do you think would, I mean, you don't, I guess you don't have the experience to compare it to, but what, what would you, uh, what would, what would you have rather win in that the national championship or our two high school championships? Because one-to-one is I mean, hard to yeah. say, so I said both. It's hard to say. I definitely still think about those games. I mean, both yeah. the lacrosse ones and then uh, obviously the football one, those those three still eat at me a little bit. But I think that's kind of what's uh, kept me pushing and, and kept me moving. So I think without those, I, don't, I, I really don't think I am where I am without those losses. Um, and this past one was just so special. Like there's so many – little moments within the big moment that are in my head now and memories I'll have forever, uh, that it really is, it really is, uh, it's hard to explain and hard to compare. Like the high school championships would have been so special for their own reason. And then obviously what I kind of just was able to experience now is so special for its own reasons too. Um, but I mean, I would love to have won those games, but I don't think I am where I am without those, without those tough losses. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Definitely, def- definitely tough. You know, I have, I have nothing else to go off of. So for me, it's uh, yeah. those, those suck all the time. I know. Uh, I know. Those, <laughs> those are some awesome teams, though. I, mean, I know. You look back at those teams, I think you can kind of put them head to head with any, any of the Yorktown teams. And that's uh, elite company. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I, I asked you a little bit beforehand, but I guess just explain, explain to the people what your plans are for the rest of the summer for the, the life of Brett Maycar. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of the first time I've been able to take a deep breath and and decompress a little bit. It's nice. Uh, All my brothers are home too now. 
my brother Tyler, obviously he's uh, a little bit older than me and he's not around as much now. He lives in Philly. So to have him home for, for the week uh, is really, really cool. Having all my brothers together and obviously my parents has been really, really nice. So just going to try and enjoy this week as much as I can. And then next week I'll be working Peacock's hometown camp, which is always like my Super Bowl when I was middle school age. That was like the best week of the summer. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Uh, then I'll be down in Maryland doing the committed combine. Um, just, and then I'll be doing ballers camp too with Vindy, Andrea, Lodi and those guys. So just, just a few things like that coming up, uh, as far as lacrosse goes, probably put the stick down for a couple weeks. Um, and, and yeah, then I, I always say like after 4th of July weekend, that's kind of a good barometer of, of when you're going to kind of start your training back up again and, and turn it up a notch and, and get ready for 2023. So excited with the group we have back and this was awesome, but uh, you know, the best is always yet to come. I think once you kind of stop thinking that you kind of get stuck at, at where you're at. There's so there's always ways to grow and improve. So looking forward to what's ahead. This team was awesome. Such a special group. But I'm also very fortunate to be able to go back to Maryland for one more year and, and kind of run this thing back. Absolutely. Well, well said. What do you uh, so what do you what are you studying? So because uh, obviously this is an, an extra year. Yeah, so I'm getting my master's through the business school. It's kind of like a, a hybrid MBA. It's like a 30-credit master's program, one-year program. Um, yeah, yeah. So like I said, I keep. I feel like I'm done. Like it, being around like all the older guys last week, like they can't believe I have another year. So I guess people think I've been around for a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like guys like uh, J-Mo's got like three years of eligibility. <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's insane. uh a wacky time now with all the, the extra seasons thrown in there. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, with that, I just wanted to say thank you so much for taking the time. Um, also, the Zoom timer's running on me, so <laughs> I need to upgrade. But it works out well. Uh, it's been, you know, it's been great to be able to talk to you about really an amazing season, both individually and, of course, as a team. And it was amazing to watch. I mean, I wish I could have been there in person. I was last season. Um, but you know, I'm glad it happened and, um, you know, obviously it was long overdue. So I hope, hope you enjoy it. Um, and mind you, obviously, cause I don't think I'll be posting this with video, but he's got the championship netting hung on his uh, chandelier behind him. Um, so definitely, um, soaking it all in for as long as he can here, uh, throughout the rest of the summer. But Frank, uh, Brett, thank you so much. No, Ty, you kidding me? Anytime, man. This was, uh, this was awesome. Got to reminisce to on the Y-Town days a little bit. Really, really cool. Anytime, like I said, get to talk to a former teammate and, and catch up a little bit. This is great. This is great. Hope to see you soon. Uh, I know uh, got to get you down to College Park for a game next year. I know we saw you in the Dome, but uh, Maryland Stadium would love to have you. Yeah, no, I will. Uh, I will I'll see how my, my days can shake out next spring. Maybe I'll have a little extra time off, but uh, I would love to, so. That would be great. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening, and um, have a great week.